0: Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio 630, Ched. Back here on Oilers
1: Now 136 in Edmonton. Brendan Ulrich with you. Bob Stoffer will be back on Monday. Been on all week, and I'll be back in the producer's chair, but uh, having some fun hosting this week. And uh, we just had Mark Spector in studio. Stoffer for inspector every Thursday on Oilers now for Horse Racing Alberta. Yesterday on the program, we had Evan Bouchard, who signed his entry-level contract with the Oilers. Also yesterday, the Oilers signing Josh Curry to a two-year contract. An NHL deal for Josh, and he joins us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline right now. Josh, welcome to Oilers Now. Congratulations on the deal. You must be uh, pretty excited right now.
2: Yeah, no, uh, thanks, and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting time uh, signing my first NH- NHL contract. It's always been a been a dream to play in the NHL, and getting to sign uh, an NHL contract just means you're you're sort of one step closer. So I'm uh, definitely thrilled and uh, couldn't be happier that it was with uh, the Oilers.
1: Well, you're on an AHL deal for another season, I believe. So, um, how did this come about? Was there, you know, interest from other teams perhaps that uh, led this uh, to happen, or did the Oilers just say, "Hey, we've been impressed with uh, the way you developed, and uh, we want to sign you to an NHL deal here"?
2: Yeah, well, I just I felt like I had a strong another strong season in Bakersfield, so I kind of just. Asked my agent just to kind of you know put out a few feelers and, and see if there was any interest, whether it was in the organization or from other teams, and we had some uh, some outside interest, and then that kind of uh, sparked things with the Oilers. And I knew I kind of wanted to stay within the organization. I like people, I like staff, and and I felt like Edmonton is is the best place for for me to sort of make my dream a reality. And I was uh, very lucky enough that they were you know able to offer me that that two year contract. And when they did, I didn't take uh, long for me to say yes. And I was just uh, super, super thrilled that they
1: uh, they wanted to give me that deal. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, it's been a journey for you, I guess. Uh, still young, though, at the age of 25 here. Uh, so you were undrafted. Uh, you started playing in the QMJHL with uh, your hometown, uh, PEI Rockets and then uh, you went to the ECHL and then the last three seasons in Bakersfield. You're actually uh, in Bakersfield when they were in the ECHL as well so maybe yeah. just talk about your journey everything you've had to go through to get to where you were today. Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's been a long journey that's for that's for sure. Five years uh, professional and but uh, yeah, just I had a great a great career in PEI for the Rockets in my hometown and, and uh, unfortunately I had a solid season as a 20 year old but didn't get an NHL contract or anything so I I sort of just kind of worked my my way up through the pro ranks starting in the East Coast Hockey League where I spent just two years and then, you know, I was uh, fortunate enough to have a good season in in Norfolk and got a call up to to Bakersfield whenever they became the the American League and, you know, that was just uh, a tremendous opportunity for me and I just had great coaches and great uh, great staff around me the last three years and I owe uh, definitely a lot of credit to them for for where I am now but it uh, definitely has been a long journey but... I, I think it's it's helped me along the way, it matured me, and and gave me some uh, you know some extra character and a little bit of chip on my shoulder. So uh, you know it, it wasn't the, the path that most people choose, but it's uh, it's definitely uh, fun and worth it.
1: Well, you're a true inspiration to a lot of hockey players out there, Josh. Um, so what, was there ever any doubt creeping into your mind? Like, it must be tough at times. That's your dream. I know you're enjoying playing in the AHL, but you want to get to the NHL, and it's still going to be a, a battle for you moving forward. Um, but was there ever any doubt, and how did you sort of uh, you know, get over that and just keep working hard to get to uh, today when you officially were able to sign your uh, first NHL contract?
2: Yeah, no, there is, there's definitely times of doubt. I mean, the East Coast Hockey League is, is a great league, but it, it's, it's tough, right? A lot of travel. You're not making, you know, as, as much money as you'd like. But uh, I just kind of, you know, this, I said to myself, you know, this is something that I wanted to do ever since I was a kid is playing the NHL. So I said, you know, this, it's, I have to do it now. I mean, hockey's not going to be around forever. So I just kind of figured I might as well just put my nose to the grindstone just uh work every day and just hope for the best and and not get too discouraged or discriminated with with where i am and just go every day to the rink have fun enjoy that i get to play hockey and you know things kind of just were able to work out and i just kind of kept the same mentality and that's what i'm going to continue to do uh even though i've signed this deal i know things aren't done so just going to continue to work and uh, keep going from there
1: Tell us a little bit about your game. You scored uh, 49 goals in your final season of Junior, 104 points. The last two seasons, you've scored uh, 22 goals and 20 goals in Bakersfield. So would you describe yourself as a goal scorer?
2: I, I'd like to think so, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely like to contribute offensively, but I try to just be an, an all-around player. I like to, to help out on the defensive zone, penalty kill, and stuff like that. I don't see myself as just a purely a goal scorer, but... It's, it's definitely nice that uh, you know, the puck's been able to go in for me in any sort of my career, and hopefully I can just can, uh, continue to do that.
1: What would you think uh, you need to improve on to uh, take that next step here? Well, uh, at training camp with the Oilers here, and maybe uh, to get some NHL games as early as this season?
2: I think just, just everything. I, I don't think you can, I think you just got to work on every aspect of your game, whether it's offensively or in your own zone or or playing away from the puck. I, I think there's tons of areas in my game where, where I need to improve. Uh, I, I definitely think my, my shot, and I'd like to be a little bit stronger in, in the face-off circle because, you know, face-offs nowadays are a huge part of the game. But So those are, are definitely two areas. But this summer I'm just kind of working on my overall game and trying to strengthen all, all areas of my game. And that's, that's kind of the focus. I don't want to kind of single out one or two things, but just continue to work and just develop as an overall player.
1: Well, it's been uh, an interesting last few seasons for uh, the Bakersfield Condors, Josh, because uh, you know a lot of the young guys that the Oilers have drafted uh, early seem to be on the roster quickly. So um, the team overall down there in the minors, I guess, hasn't been as good as it could be. But this season, it looks like there are, is a lot of talent for... Uh, that the Bakersfield Condors will have, we don't know who's going to be on the Oilers just yet. But there's a lot of talent uh, on this roster, so it must be uh, exciting for a skilled player like you to be able to work with uh, some of these skilled uh, youngsters that will be uh, likely in Bakersfield next season.
2: Yeah, no, it's going to be exciting. I mean, yeah, the past few years have been tough, but it's all—it's tough for for kids coming out a junior to to adjust to the pro ranks, especially in their in their first year. But, I mean, you look at some other guys like Ethan Bear and Caleb Jones, I mean, they're, they're going to be a, a second-year, you know, second-year guys. And they got tremendous skill and upside. So it's, it's definitely exciting knowing that these young players have, a, you know, a year or two under their belt. So I think it just it makes, it makes us a much better team and a much deeper team. So I'm, I'm definitely thrilled and excited for the, the players down in Bakersfield. And I think it's going to be an exciting year for the Condors.
1: Absolutely, youngsters like uh, Tyler Benson, uh, Cooper Marody, likely in the mix. Um, a guy like Ty ratty spent a lot of last season with Bakersfield, but uh, he was, of course, uh, up on the Oilers uh, for parts of la- near the end of last season. Um, Ethan Bear was up as well, so a lots a lot of guys to uh, look forward to down there in Bakersfield. And of course, you might even end up on the Oilers out of training camp if uh, you impress. So, what's uh, the next few uh, you know months like for you as you get set for camp?
2: Uh, just working out and skating. I think it's kind of the same as every everyone else. You know, it's getting closer to August, and that's kind of you know the month where you really got to ratchet things up. So for me, I'm just going to kind of relax, but continue to work out, continue to skate, and just enjoy you know the last little bit of summer with some family and friends, and then kind of look forward to, to getting back into Edmonton and getting things started in training camp.
1: Well, Josh, we appreciate you taking some time here, and uh, I think a lot of Oilers fans will uh, look at your journey and really uh, appreciate uh, what you had to do to get to where you are, and uh, you're still young, so best of luck moving forward here, man. Uh, I'm rooting for you, and hopefully uh, we'll see you up here in Edmonton at some point uh, during the season.
2: Thanks. I appreciate it, and thanks for having me.
1: Awesome stuff. That's uh, Josh Curry signing a two-year deal with the Edmonton Oilers. So a bit of a late bloomer. Just 25. He's uh, shown he can score at the AHL level. Perhaps uh, at some point he earns a spot on the Oilers roster. Undrafted, battled his way uh, through the ECHL, the AHL the last few years on AHL-only deals, and now he has his first NHL deal. 145 in Edmonton. We have a bunch of uh, text messages that I've been uh, sort of hoarding here. Uh, And there's a lot of them that we haven't gotten to yet. So we will after a short time out uh, here on Oilers. And now we'll come back with this day in Oilers history and NHL today as well.
0: showroom on st albert trail fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca that's proamsports.ca
2: hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your
0: savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price Go to your happy price, Priceline This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Ched
1: 147 in Edmonton, back here on Oilers. Now, let's get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. A quiet day around the NHL, but the Calgary Flames placed Brett Kulak on waivers today. His arbitration hearing is set for Monday. A surprise, he played 71 games in Calgary last season, just 24 years of age from Edmonton. I'm sure someone would claim him. Seems like uh, a decent third uh, pairing option with some upsides. So a surprise uh, this morning out of Calgary on that front. Uh, the other note. Around the NHL today, Chris Chelios is leaving the Red Wings organization to return home to Chicago and be closer to his family. Chelios worked as an assistant on Jeff Blaschel's staff after five seasons as a team advisor and working in player developments. At the Open Championship, Kevin Kistner is your first-round leader at five-under. Three other golfers at four under, including Tony Finau. Not a lot of big names at the uh, top of the leaderboard here, but a lot of big names in contention. JT is at two under Justin Thomas. I believe Spieth is at one over, Fowler at one under. Just trying to go off the top of my head here because I don't have the full leaderboard in front of me. Uh, Where did Tiger finish on the uh, round? Let's find that out. Rory, by the way, at two under. I know Tiger was at uh, two under at one point. And uh, he finished at even. So, Woods shoots a 71 on day one of the Open Championship. And I think the fact that this uh, tournament isn't for bombers necessarily, uh, Woods may have a chance to uh, maybe finish in the top ten or win this in the end. I think this is definitely his best chance at a major out of the four and right now he's only five shots back with uh, the wind and uh, weather likely to pick up moving forward uh, at this tournament. All right, let's get to a bunch of your text messages here. No idea where this one comes from. Hi, can you please ask listeners if anyone has ever caught a UFO on video or photos over Edmonton? (laughs) What? Wow. What do you think, Dustin? Have you ever caught a UFO on tape or a video?
0: I haven't.
1: (laughs) Wasn't expecting that one. I think they got the wrong show. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That's great. How old is Tom Brady? He's 42. That's a fair point. Um, But Tom Brady has proven that he can still play at, uh, you know at an exceptionally high level at that age. We don't know about T.O. He hasn't played for a while. Text is 630, 630. This texter says, Owens would still be better than 3 fourths of the CFL at age 44. I don't know about that. Here's uh, an interesting text, and I think um, this is why maybe you would consider bringing a T.O. and as this guy says, he'd actually go to a game if T.O. is on the roster. I think a lot of fans... Would be interested in going to watch a game if Tio was there, but the specs point is the CFL just a circus where we bring in all these uh, former NFL stars. I don't know. And uh, Brady is only forty, by the way, so he's uh, four years younger than Owens. Doesn't you know get hit a whole lot because uh, the Patriots never let him get hit. He has a pretty good old line and uh we both know that uh, Brady and Owens are both in good shape. I mean Owens is in exceptional shape right now. I mean he's a beast. He can still run fast. So it's intriguing, it's interesting. I don't know where this is going uh with the Eskimos. As I said earlier, I know Reed reached out to the Eskimos yesterday and uh was told that there will be no comment uh at this time on the matter. So maybe uh the Eskimos will talk about it. Once they return from their bye week. 152 in Edmonton. You can text us 630 630. I don't understand all the v. hate in their 19 year old years. Leon Dreisettle got sent back to junior, and Miko Ranton was in the AHL. JP scored 12 goals, 11 at even strength. He may not be an elite winger, but a top six winger with 20 goal potential is reasonable from V. Fair point. And I'm still a believer in Poli RV. This could be his year. I hope he gets power play time. I hope they stick with him. If he makes a mistake, throw him right back out there. Because he has the skill that uh, you think would eventually succeed with a player like McDavid or Drysaddle. Just stay patient with him. You know, if he makes a mistake, don't bench him for a game. Sit him on the bench, throw him right back out there. Seemed to work in Vegas this year with a lot of uh, their skill players. So, we'll see with Pauly Even if he doesn't break out this season, I wouldn't give up on him. Still very young. And it seems like a lot of people are already done with him. For whatever reason, which makes no sense to me. Text us 630-630. Brady can last longer than TO due to the fact his position or his position relies more on cognitive function rather than athleticism. There is some truth to that, but, uh, I mean, you need to throw the ball as well, so you need to be a pretty good athlete. But, yeah, I mean, to be a wide receiver, you need to be in great shape and have speed and size as well to run down the field and get open because the defensive backs are all great athletes as well. So a little bit different uh, situation if we're comparing ages for quarterbacks and wide receivers uh, in football. You can text us, 630-630. Boys, if uh, the power play needs a quarterback on the point, why is it McDavid is on the half wall? Coaches need to think outside the box and find a way to utilize McDavid's greatest asset, his speed. Standing still on the half wall isn't exactly it. JD in Red Deer. Hmm. Well, McDavid is a phenomenal passer, so you want the uh, power play running through him on the half wall. So I do agree with you. Get creative. And perhaps that's what they are going to do with uh, Manny Vivrios coming in. Maybe he has some different ideas uh, for the power play than uh, the staff had last year that they may utilize. So I don't know. I mean, McDavid still moves around quite a bit on the power play. I don't know how you can utilize his speed any more efficiently than you are. So, I I just think the puck needs to be on his stick at all times on the power play. Or at least 75% of it. It's on his stick. He dishes to someone for the one-timer. That's how your power play is going to succeed. You just need the uh, options and uh, those players in the right uh, spots for it to translate into success. And that will be the challenge for the Oilers after finishing 31st in the power play last year, despite having Connery Theater on the roster. So I think they'll be open to all ideas this season. And we'll see what happens. 156 in Edmonton. That wraps up the uh, Thursday edition of Oilers Now. Reed Wilkins has texted me, do not read any UFO texts on the show. That is noted. I will not read any more of those moving forward. <laughs> I don't know if that guy was trolling us, but uh, yeah, apparently he wanted to know about UFOs in Edmonton. 157, that wraps up Oilers now. Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports tonight. The afternoon news with Jalen I and Andrew Gross is up Next. But first, Eileen Bell has your 2 o'clock news. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. So long from Oilers Now.
0: Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.